you had this thread about fear. How did the music make the lyrics really come alive in this song? Fear is one of the their most well-harmonized songs. Almost every single line is being harmonized oh. by something. There are only very, very small circumstances where there aren't. Yeah. So there's a lot of like pushing and pulling. There's a lot of tension and release. A great composer knows how to use the concept of tension and release. Mm. And I think that is being expressed very well in this song. We know why you're here. If you're like us, K-pop obsessed and K-drama addicted. Completely in love with all things Hallyu. At naghahanap ka ng kausap at karamay? Want to sarang is here for you. Subscribe to our weekly conversations on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And make sure to like our episodes and rate them. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And join our community of Hallyu lovers. Kapag kasama kami, hindi ka nag-iisa. Let's all share the Hallyu Love! One, two, sarang! Hey! Hi, this is Monica. Anyong, this is Trency. Hello, this is Pia and welcome to another episode of One, Two, Sarang! Yes! yes. This is a particularly exciting week because we have a very special guest because any excuse we can find to fangirl about Seventeen, we actually <laughs> grab that chance. Do you Naman. guys agree? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a priority even. Oh, yeah. <laughs> agree kung agree. <laughs> There's just a reason to do it. We just do it. But this time around, we want to kind of geek out and nerd out a little bit because admittedly, I don't know with the two of you, but me, I feel like I am the least auditory person in any room. Like, I mean, I enjoy <laughs> music, but like, uh, I don't know if it's like, in a deep level. How about you guys? Ako, I enjoy music because I enjoy dancing. But it takes a while for me to like, get, I have to like focus. Mm. To like see, to see, I even said see, to hear the layers of <laughs> yeah. sound yeah, yeah. In, yeah. In, 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 a, in a song or exactly. any kind of music. So, medyo mahirap siya. Hard, hard, yeah. hard relate. Like there Uh-oh. are so many times that I realize how visual I am because exactly like that, I always see, use the word see instead of hear. Exactly. And my husband always points it out. Ano nakita mo? Narinig yun eh. Hindi yun nakita. So, hindi nakita ko yun. <laughs> no, but you know what? I kind of believe that it's also a see. I'm also a visual person. And actually, that's my basis for liking songs. Like, if I hear a song in the moment that I see a scene, like an action or a situation, mm-hmm. like um, an event that I want to happen while hearing this song, that's that's like my criteria for liking or not liking a song. And mm-hmm. so I really think it's all interconnected. Yeah, but like sometimes, correct. I mean, there are songs um, that we find a lot in Seventeen that are so technical. I don't know. I've been questioning it a lot lately. Mm. Um, actually, not just Seventeen. I find that I've been questioning myself too when New Jeans came in. Mm. When there are a lot of, how do you call it? There are so many stems of yeah. See, we don't, don't even have know. Words. I don't need. I don't, we know don't the even terms. know the technical. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> the technical terms for it. But basically, you you can see and feel layers mm. in mm. the song that 
um that are so interesting that it's kind of making me want to know more. I want to learn about them. Mm-hmm. Or even like since you brought it up, like I noticed with Le Seraphim even, there are so no, many yeah. what song was that that you could just hear percussion background. It's just really the the drum and bass and that's mm. it and they're just singing over it. And I'm like, "Wow, this is so amazing. It's really just their voices. That's yeah. just really making the song become what it is that we are hearing and makes it so danceable. If you yes. guys would notice, we are all Well, I mean, we usually use use Taglish in this podcast, but for today, we're doing our best to really speak the straight English because our guest for today is Global. Wow, wow, wow. Sarah yeah, goes Global. My goodness, <laughs> who are we? Right? <laughs> Here we are because our guest is actually somebody I'm sure a lot of those who follow Seventeen have already heard of her, um, especially on Twitter because there are so many things that she tweets about, especially about the song. And the discography of Seventeen. So it's gonna be a long meaty discussion, I'm sure. That's why I don't want to prolong this any longer. Please join us in welcoming our special guest for this episode, who will help us break down the songs of Seventeen. You follow her on Twitter as Useless Facts About Seventeen Discography. Welcome, Saul. Hi. Yay! Hi. Hi. Thank you for inviting me to this podcast recording. Thank you so much for saying hi, t- saying yes to our invitation because it's such a huge deal for us. You're like Mm-mm. a semi-celebrity for to us, Ooh. so thank you oh so much. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. What's your Twitter handle again? I'm not sure if I said it correctly. It's actually SVT Music Notes. SVT oh. Music Notes. <laughs> I always read it as useless facts, and I love I it. It's so catchy, you True. know. Because that's the handle. Okay, yeah. so there you go. SVT music notes flashing, so you could also follow her if you haven't yet. Okay, so let's get things started. First of all, so what did what made you get into Seventeen? Hmm. Actually, before I got into university, I already had like a group of friends who were carrots. And mm-hmm. they kind of like just tried to like push me into the fandom, but I was I wasn't really interested because I was already in a few other fandoms during that time. But when I got into university and started studying music, that's when Komata, uh, Thanks Aww. was released, and Aww. for some reason that song just really attracted me. Not because of the message or anything, I just thought it was really catchy. Mm, yeah, and then I just slowly entered. The fandom through like variety shows, of course, and of course. then you know found my bias and everything. And who's I'm, your bias? That, how... I think we should mm. mention that for people to know. <laughs> It's actually Wonu. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> if if people have been like following me since the beginning, they would know because I used to have like a Wonu profile picture, mm-hmm. the ah. one where like the him and the anime glasses. Oh, I think yeah. Okay. But then I changed to Woozy because I thought it was really cute in going BSS. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's super. Yeah. Because so, you yeah. mentioned it, I'm curious. Like, what are the other K-pop fandoms that you were in before being a carrot? So I started with Super Junior when I was really, really young. Wow. And then, so from Super Junior, I went to like Infinite, then a little bit of mm. Fix. Then I was oh. I was an Army for most of my time in high school. Mm-hmm. And also Monster X, yeah. And then, like for a very short period, I was an Astro fan. Then I got into Seventeen. Mm-hmm. I'm still in Seventeen. Is Seventeen like your alt right now? Yes, definitely. I love how definite was. <laughs> yes. I know. Yes, because <laughs> I don't have 
because I don't have time to focus on any other groups, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> they are so busy. True. Like, like, even if there's no music, I would watch Going 17, like, over and over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I'm always, like, being showered with content that I don't true. think there's time for me to explore anything else. That is true. I super agree. I feel the same way. <laughs> I think um I think it's a time to like just shout out one of our listeners who actually messaged us um on Instagram and she's she's a new carrot actually and she said that why are there so many seventeen content out there? Like she couldn't get to the bottom of it. So I think I, this is Angela, right? Angela, yeah, yeah. there you go. Hi so. Angela. This is another Angela. episode for mm-hmm. you to really listen and get into so that mm-hmm. you could know more because there's so many layers to liking them. Mm-hmm. Which makes me curious, like, I mean, of all those groups that you mentioned why did 17 turn out to be your alt or it's just because you know like you said you're too busy to continue following the others because i mean the other groups are still active right yeah for me i'm the kind of person who if i alt someone i would usually try to just put all of my focus on them uh-huh. yeah, yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. even even though i listen to everyone else i would i would kind of like manage my own time because mm. I'm the kind of person who tends to get distracted very easily uh-huh. <laughs> except yeah. when it comes to K-pop when I have an out I have an out mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. yeah that, I, I guess that's why <laughs> and like you said there's a lot to go around when it comes to 17 okay exactly so now that we know the basics you now know her bias so please keep off it's a good <laughs> thing that her bias isn't the same as our biases <laughs> I'm so happy, or else I would like just get out of this conversation. Yeah. My bias is Kiki, by the way. What are your biases, by the way? Sorry. I'm Dino. Ah, yeah, there. DK's and my mine bias. is Hoshi. Yes. Yeah, so there. good taste. Mm-mm. Two out of three of Busok Soon. But Monica is starting to get back to Songkwan because, oh my god, in Japan, did you see what happened to him? He looks so good. Like, yeah. like oh my god, there's something great. different about yeah. him. Like, the break it's really crazy. did a lot of good for him, right? I know. Mm. He looks amazing. Hi, Sampan. I'm really, I'm really happy. <laughs> I'm really happy that he managed to, I guess, bounce back from the Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. of course. And it really showed. Okay, so now let's get into a little bit of more meat into this subject. So this, I'm sure everybody is more curious about. First, one of the things that a lot of... I think it's not exclusive to Seventeen, though. I think everybody who listens to K-pop or even follows a band in general would notice like, oh, this group has this signature sound. Or a lot of people, that would be like a contention for a debate because they would say, ah, I don't like them anymore because they're veering away from their signature sound. But anyway, for you, what do you think is the signature sound of Seventeen? This is a really interesting one because I am part of the group that thinks that they don't have a signature sound okay because mm. I feel like like there was this one time there's this one period where I wasn't really doing anything I, I was out of school I wasn't I wasn't employed yet so I was basically just listening to 17's music over and over again which is how I created this account mm. and, okay and I noticed that at every point of their career you can tell that something is changing mm, in terms yes. of in terms of complexity of the music. Like, for example, if you go back to like um, their debut, yeah, first two years of their music, their mm-hmm. music is so simple. 
it's always the same few not not to say always the same few instruments, but you can kind of tell like he likes bass, he likes key like synths. Mm-hmm. But yeah. now it's getting more into digital stuff. Like we're hearing mm. a lot of samples. Uh-huh. We're hearing a lot of like really <clears throat> interesting sound effects that he's employing into their voices. Mm-hmm. So I think that entire process of Seventeen's musicality evolving and developing is their signature sound. Ooh, it's not something. It's not something where it's like, oh, I think, for example, let's say, oh, I think this is G Idol because. Of maybe I recognize Soyeon's voice. Great. I recognize that they have very strong lyrics. For me, it's not like that with Seventeen. Mm-hmm. It's more of like I feel something. It's not something I hear. Mm. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's nice that you pointed that out because during when Woozy guested on on Suchita with Sugar of BTS, he did yes. mention that he used to be averse with sampling. He said that. He didn't think that it should be part of the process of creating music, but then yeah. eventually he realized that you know it could actually do good, and that's what we saw with Super. I mean, come on, yeah. yeah. A lot of us listed Super as one of our most favorite Seventeen songs in the top ten. Like that's yes. that was re- really evident in that composition. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like one thing that I think maybe this is one thing that really can be considered as their signature sound or signature element is that Uzi is very good at expressing emotions. Mm. And he also is someone who likes to use a lot of harmonies. Yeah. Ah. Compared to compared to any other group True. right now in a market, Mm-mm. I think there there are not a lot of groups that have very thick harmonies. It's either yeah. 17 or Like the vast majority of groups from SM, I guess. Yes. SM, mm. true. SM and has B2B. always been known. Yes, and B two B as well. Yeah. They've always been known for really putting out harmonies. Mm-mm. I think we also mentioned, noticed that as well. I remember Chancy and I had this conversation about how they did a lot of harmonies, which is something we didn't see a lot, especially because they have a strong vocal unit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like it's a clear standout. Like I saw um, someone talking about like the current. You know, music of K-pop in general, and a lot of them use it, it's more. I, I don't know the exact term, but it's like very beat centric. Mm-hmm. Am, am I correct? Like, you know, mm-hmm. and then like exactly what you said. There are like a very very few groups that like really utilize harmonies, and like for me as a feelings kind of person, mm-hmm. it's like a very sweeping kind of emotion that it uh, it evokes in me, and I feel like. You know exactly what you said too earlier. Like it's the feel that they give. It's not necessarily the the kind of genre or the signature sound that they have, but it's the feeling. It's rather yep. like a signature feeling. True. Compared to like having a signature sound. Mm-hmm. Which makes me curious. I want to mm-hmm. ask everybody. Like m- maybe for the first few seventeen songs that you heard, like what was the general feeling that you got from that song? First, it's actually actually my first seventeen song was probably "Adore You." Oh, okay. Yeah, cause cause I had a lot of friends who were carrots around mm, me when they yeah. did it. It was for me cause I was in my edgy time during that. Time. I love it. Was it. Like, mm, it was song. like, oh my god, BTS, Hwa Young Yeonhwa. Yeah, like everyone's depressed. True. I was like, I was <laughs> like, like so like her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I wasn't really interested in the song, but I feel like subconsciously I know it's a good song. I 
I, mm-hmm. I just want to be edgy and be like, oh, <laughs> like I don't like bright music. Yeah, and then yeah. look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> so deep into it. Yeah. How about you guys, Mon? I am a baby carrot soul. I only got into Seventeen with Darling. That's my first song. And the backstory of this. So when we started this podcast, can you believe that I wasn't into K-pop? Like Pia and Trency, they were super into BTS and Seventeen as well. Um, and there was like a bit of an experiment, like how to convert me into K-pop. <laughs> um, I've always been an indie indie kind of person. Um, and I had edgy ear as well. I had my edgy era. (laughs) And I had like all these excuses like, you know, but the language, but the whatever, whatever. Or basically, I just didn't want to get into something that's popular. I like listening to unusual stuff, I guess. Like, that's why I listen to a lot of Scandinavian music, um, a lot of um, instrumentals, stuff like that. Anyway... Here comes Darling, of course, with K-pop in mind already. Like, I was already in the in my exploratory mode. So I would, you know, consume songs from here and there. But then here comes Darling, and then I was floored because I didn't realize that that kind of emotion would hit me. I don't know. There was something about how the song was made mm-hmm. that it was sweeping it like it was really yeah. it was it was epic in a way it was and it was very filmic i, I mean True. like because there's like a story yes. like from the beginning and then like and with the music accompanying music video it's like it really took me to a place and like suddenly i'm in love so oh. like you know <laughs> and like i got this Killig feeling Killig is in filipino it's like yeah it's like heart fluttering it's like like suddenly I'm so oh my god what is this do I have a crush like that kind of feeling (laughs) Um, (laughs) like it hit me and I'm like but I'm not this I'm edgy edgy you know (laughs) so what is going on and like and then and I I still won't forget like the time when I admitted to the two that oh my god guys I think I like them and by the time I said that I love I love 17 like I got to explore the other songs already a little bit because of Darling, I guess, because nga, because there was like a bit of a the the thread of the story that you felt while listening to the song, which I feel I think uh is in the song. They had that was their thing. Like, mm. you know, they had a lot of songs that do that. Mm. And from that moment on I'm like, okay, I'm hooked. It's like like if I'm a filmmaker, if I'm a director, I can make tons of movies with these songs as my soundtrack. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's that kind of thing. Different yeah. kinds of genres, different kinds of music, uh, different kinds of films, and it was exciting because basically it's variety. You have mm. something for every mood. There's like something for everyone, and I love that. Like absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. All right. How about you, Chancy? Like, what is the general feeling that you felt? I don't know. What song do you want si- to talk about this, since we're talking about emotions and 17? Ooh, okay. Um, so I discovered 17. I'm actually pretty much a baby carrot as well, just like Monica. And, and I guess compared to like their, the length of their time in the industry. So I discovered mm-hmm. them back in uh, 2021. I think. And it was during the time when I was um, stuck in our province in the middle, after a, a big storm that like completely destroyed all the, the electrical connections and all that stuff. So it was like, there was nothing much to do. And um, I found um, Rock With You. So I was bored. I said, huh, 
let's just like look at you know try it try this you know k-pop group out and and see and then that song just like it's just very fun and at mm-hmm. the time i was bored like it was just complete desolation around me wow comparing bored and complete desolation girl <laughs> <laughs> come on and um and i just need to like bring my spirits up and that song did it for me and i just found that it was also kind of nostalgic actually there's like some nostalgic qualities about yes. it kind of harkens back to like i don't know like 20s rock and i had like a, a rock face as 20, well the, the 20, 2000s rock oh 2000s rock so i think that's why i kind of latched onto that song and it's just very fun and if you like mm-hmm. that's what connects me to a lot of their songs still up until now like it's just very it's just very fun it's not very dark it's very light and bright you know and I mean, even if they have like sad themes sometimes it always ends with something hopeful and exactly. for me that's that's what that makes me latch on to them yeah when you pointed that out i was also gonna say something similar like mm-hmm. they do some songs that you would want to listen to when you're sad so well but it doesn't end you it doesn't end with you just feeling like hopeless and desolate and like oh my god i don't want to live anymore there's mm. always something hopeful with the way they write mm-hmm. these sad songs which is why i think that woozy underneath it all is actually a really little bright boy who is happy running around with a kite i have that like <laughs> and his helmet yes and his helmet <laughs> <laughs> so what for me my one of the first songs that really made an impact for me was pretty you i was also i also started with 17 around the same time was it 2020 or 2021 but anyway well, because pretty use impact with me is just like what mon said um again in filipino it's called kilig that heart fluttering feeling it felt like really butterflies flying in my stomach whenever i hear it it just makes me it just puts me in such a good mood and then of course since I don't speak Korean, I don't understand the language. Then when I found that the lyrics are actually like, let me gather all the pretty words to let you know how pretty you are. I'm like, oh my God, when will a boy ever tell me something as sweet as this? <laughs> and like, you know, come to me tapping his toes and be like, hi, you're so pretty. Oh my God, I swear I'm gonna die. Like those feelings. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, think, I don't know. Oh gosh, they really captured it well, and especially considering that era, that when they were still so young in their what you call here in the Philippines manliligo era. Because here, like when you're in your teens, that's courtship. when you would court somebody. And here, courtship used to be apparently not anymore, but it used to be a huge thing where it's really like a whole spectacle when you want if you want to pursue a girl. So that was like my feeling for this for this song. So much, so much kilig and very well captured in that song. Okay, so now that we have talked about songs, obviously we can't talk about that without mentioning Woozy, which we already have. You mentioned in one of your tweets, Sol, that Woozy actually has like a quote-unquote favorite chord progression. Which songs were written using this progression? Uh, so to preface this, the chord progression that we're talking about is... Um, how would I say this? Four, five, six minor. I guess. I guess we're just gonna, you know, we're just, we're just gonna call it his favorite chord progression. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. It is. It is in, the woozy progression. If if <laughs> we were to analyze it from a musical stand of a music theory standpoint, it would 
it would be written as four, five, six minor, mm-hmm. and that I believe is derived from what we call the royal road progression, and Ooh. it originated from Japan because okay. people realized that there's so many songs in Japan, particularly in anime music, that <gasps> uses the same chord progression, mm. and and. There are people who have discussed why it's so easy and why it's so common to write on this progression. It's because that all of the notes belong to the key, which we would say it's diatonic. So let's say in the key we have do re mi fa sol la ti do, all of the notes in that chord, in those chords, belong to this key. It doesn't go sharp. Ah, it doesn't go flat. Flat. Okay. Mm. So. So people think because of that, it's easier for us to write melodies because there are so many possibilities that you can go through. Let's say if we have something that's a little bit more chromatic, which is the opposite of diatonic, where we have a lot, then we'll have a lot of like limitations to mm-hmm. how we want to write our melodies, our harmonies, and that would mean lesser possibilities. Okay. So I think I, so I think that also applies to Woozy, but his one isn't really. Like a carbon copy of the royal root progression, it's kind of like more like his more simplified thing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the motion is the same. It's going upwards. Mm-hmm. So whether you write it in a happy song, or you write it in a dark song, it like you like you guys say, it always has that uplifting kind of like feeling to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And there are a lot of songs where he's used this, even like different variations of it. But the most common one. That people would point out is don't want to cry, mm-hmm. uh. and falling flower. Oh, yeah, and hit actually. Wow, hit? yeah. So that's hit. so diverse. Like those yeah. are totally different. Okay, please go ahead. Yeah. So that actually that's just like three out of like I don't know twenty maybe maybe twenty thirty of them. Like Mm-mm. I can't really list them uh-huh. all out. There's so many of them. So that's why when sometimes like just to. Defend producers right now. Sometimes people kind of like make fun of people, make fun of producers and composers because they use the same chord progression over and over again. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. as we know at this point, I guess Woozy falls into the into same category. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. but the real question here is not what chord progression do they use. It's how do they develop it. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-mm. For example. It doesn't have to be a chord progression. It can be just like a small melody, Mm-mm. like let's say the Harry Potter. We can have the same theme, but how do you yeah. develop it to fit into different concepts, different theme, different mm-hmm. situations? That's the real question, Mm-mm. and I think that's why for Woozy, even though he uses the same, like he kind of like goes back to the same chord progression or the variation every time, it still sounds different. Mm-hmm. Yes, the message mm-hmm. he's he's trying to bring out. Mm-hmm. Is not being defined by what chords you use, yeah. But the lyrics, the arrangement, mm-hmm. the melody—that's mm-hmm. more important. But mm-hmm. yeah, his he yeah, I would say he has a favorite chord progression, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but that just makes everything all the more so interesting, especially for the super untrained ears like mine. Like, mm-hmm. oh wow! So basically, the main anchor is the same, but the way he he does it, like you said. That is where the genius lies. Like Mm-mm. it's so yeah. the the songs that you mentioned, they're so they evoke so many different feelings, and they're yes. totally different genres. But then you know, I mean, you build on what you already know and make yeah, it like yeah. the product Mm-mm. is what it is. I am just so in awe. Keep on improving on it. 
actually. Right? I'm just so in awe I am of you too. right now. I, I have a question. Um, would you say though that like having a favorite chord progression? I know this is like I don't know maybe it's like a weird question, but does it mean that this is something that like speaks more of who he is as a person? I I wouldn't say so because mm. the thing about this whole chord progression dispute is, I am a very hypocritical person. I might no? think it's okay. <laughs> wow. I I think it's okay for Woozy to do that, but mm-hmm. like. There are other producers out there who also have the same like you know, chord progression built on mm. top of it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And personally, because I, I was a major in composition, so mm. I also had a very similar issue where I was always falling back to the same things over and over again. So mm-hmm. I I think in a way it does define me mm-hmm. as a composer, but. I'm a very mathematical person and I'm also very anti-mathematics. Wow, <laughs> you are a contradiction. So, I love yeah, that. So, You're an artist. So I'm all, I personally, I'm always trying to find ways to get out of this formula. To break, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know if Woozy realizes it as well mm-hmm. or if he's actually trying to do it, but I guess he's not because past few songs he's been using the same version as well uh-huh. that's yeah. true like I love that you pointed this, this out I'm pretty sure like to the common person who's not really like us who's not really into you know the technicalities behind music um, they j- I'm sure they would like you know be, at some point be aware now oh it kind of sounds familiar but not really you know like yeah but I like that there's like an explanation behind this mm-hmm. now. Like, it makes me appreciate Woozy more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, and I'm also like kind of floored because in my intro a while ago, like I was saying that I like songs when it creates like a scenery, like, you know, visuals for me, a scene. And basically, you know how, um, uh, or uh, what do you call this? Soundtrack composers film composers would use take the same progressions i mean to to tell the story it's like usually a main theme and then they kind of like mix it up a little bit to distribute through throughout the film um and i've been big fans of like composers film composers because like i'm from film too sol that's my background um so it, now it's like really making sense why I love Woozy and his music and 17 so much like now it's like it's fitting you know yeah. <laughs> like even the technicalities of it it's yeah. fitting you know <laughs> yeah I love that so much. One of the things as well that while speaking about this and breaking down from the chord progressions into the sampling and the other um, instruments that is used just to, for Woozy to be able to produce these kinds of music. One of the things that really draw, drew me to your Twitter account was you had this thread about fear. Because honestly, personally, it's one of the songs that would never make it to like one of my favorite songs because it was just... it. <gasps> I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> not when I just listen to it, but the performance is different. Like when they perform this, I'm always like my jaws on the floor. Come on, that one new opening oh, yeah, is definitely. iconic. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Like, just listening to it because it makes, well, I mean, because of the title, I guess, it makes me feel uneasy. It's not the kind of song that I'd like to listen to on a daily basis. But when you broke it down, it made me realize so many things. Can you please let us know? Like, how did the music make the lyrics really come alive in this song? 
Okay, so like you mentioned, they when people think about fear, like when carers think about fear, there are a lot of us who would relate it to that one mama performance, right? <laughs> so I think yeah. personally, I think that they purposely wanted this song to be very theatrical. Mm-hmm. And they reflected very well in the song. So let's say, uh, in my thread, I pointed out this keyword called cognitive dissonance, which Ooh. my friend pointed it out for me yes. when I was like, you know, creating the thread and everything. Uh, basically, what cognitive dissonance is like is, for example, I for for example, this person says that smoking is bad mm-hmm. or whatever. Smoking is bad. It it harms you. It harms everyone around you. But they're smokers themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is like I guess the most watered down layman concept of you know co- example of cognitive dissonance. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. say I might be wrong because I'm not a psych major. <laughs> 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 that, that, that's yeah, how yeah. that's how that's how I was being that's how I was being introduced to the concept. So <clears throat> if you look at the lyrics, it feels like they're trying to push the the person they're singing to away because they're saying like. This is getting really toxic. I'm a dangerous person. You should get away from me. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to the whole song, it starts off very powerful just to establish the theme, right? Wonu's intro, mm-hmm. and then you get into Chonghan. Uh, was it Chonghan? No, it was Joshua. Joshua, really, really quiet. It feels like a monologue because everyone, mm. everything yeah. around you. That is the only Chonghan. And Joshua's in verse intros are the only two times in a song where everything is quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. two of the three times, two of the three times, yeah. everything is quiet. You only hear them, and then it just builds, 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 and then it comes down again, build, 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 and then we get to the bridge. Okay, so the bridge is kind of like it gives you kind of like a feeling where shit's gonna happen, mm-hmm. right? And then. Complete silence again, especially this silence when it's elongated in the in the music video. You feel even more yeah yeah like suspense, mm-hmm. and then Woozy comes in. Was it Woozy? Yes, it was Woozy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a love That is the biggest climax of the song, and yeah. it was like suddenly a burst of a burst of emotions. Yeah, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that kind of like felt like. Suddenly, they want to go back against their words. Mm. I yeah. want to push you away, but actually, no, I don't want. I want to keep you. Mm-hmm. And but I can only hide. I can only like say this to myself because, you know, I'm trying to cut this entire thing. That is basically like the entire story. And then in between, fear is one of the their most well harmonized songs uh. like every, every almost every single line is being harmonized oh. by something Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. there are only very very small circumstances where there aren't and yeah. one of the biggest examples is um, Joshua and Jonghan's lines Yeah, it's just them Yeah. so there's a lot of like pushing and pulling there's a lot of tension and release I remember there was someone that told me that a great composer knows how to use the concept of tension and release. Mm. And I think that is being expressed very well in this song. Yeah. Because Amazing. he knows how to use, not just like, he, he not just knows how to use noise 
to make you feel very muddled. He yeah. also knows how to use silence to mm, make you suddenly yeah. realize what's going on. Mm-mm. Exactly. Mm-mm. And like you know the ter- like the phrase the silence is deafening. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. exactly. That was that was felt really strong. I felt that really strongly in this song. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's one of my favorites in terms of like musicality. It might not be my favorite title track. Mm-mm. Yeah. But it's definitely like if I have to tell someone about how 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 crazy Seventeen is with their artistry, mm. I will always use this song as an example. Thank you for breaking it down like that. Like, Actually, gosh, there's so many amazing. emotions. Even just you explaining it, it made me feel a lot of things and just look at it because, of course, when they're performing as a visual person, I always look at it as a performance. But the way you explain it, I'm trying to listen back to what I heard. And I didn't even realize all those quiet moments, like those... Like those lines of Joshua Jonglan. Wow. My favorite parts were actually Joshua Jonglan's. Yes. Wow, oh, really, yeah. Joshua? <laughs> of course! I'm a fan of Joshua. <laughs> it was, it, it felt very fresh because t- even like in the yes. intro, you kind of feel like it sounds going to be really, really intense. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But no, you and get then suddenly, Joshua singing by himself. True. True. Actually, like, same with Pia. Like, this song. When when I started going into seventeen, like I knew them because of like the lightness and stuff. So when I got to this song, it was just very jarring. Mm-hmm. Like it, I didn't know what to do with it. But yeah. now that you've explained it this way, like it makes a lot more sense because it, it's trying to say something else mm-hmm. compared to like all the other stuff that they have. And then they did it very and they did it successfully. And yeah, galing. I wonder if this was like. I mean, this decision to be this theatrical. I mean, this attack on how they do the songs. I mean, it's tricky. I mean, thinking about it, this is still a business. I mean, you know, that's Mm -hmm. why a lot of music out there, K-pop and non-K-pop even, um, are sometimes structured to be like, foolproof like you know that you know they're sure that people will listen but this kind of attack of like um playing with the emotions the tension and the release and all these um techniques that make the 17 songs now um the songs that we love i mean surely there should have should have been a point that like kind of question like is this worth it is this gonna work like i don't know what i how Actually, I don't know how you guys can answer it. It's just really a wondering like, how it is that they were able to like reach that point that it's okay for them to do this kind of music and like not not no not care, but like not really be so pressured to make sure mm. that it'll it earn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I'm quite sure Woozy had this concern because I remember mm. when he wrote this, he was actually really worried about how he's gonna do. Which, mm-hmm. which if you which as if you if you see like the carrots response, you can tell the worry was you know understandable because it was so divided. There's so many people who hated the song and said it was our least favorite because it it was dark. You know, mm-hmm. we went from home something yeah. that's really cozy to like suddenly I want to break up with you. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but I feel like because of that, it. Even though it didn't make everyone like the song, they they still showed that they're really good at executing different kinds of concepts. 
True. Because yeah. people who mm-hmm. like the song didn't say, "Oh, it's because they changed their concept." It's mm-hmm. because they did it so well. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. That's so true. I feel like once for an artist, once they get past that, they can pretty much do whatever they want. That's true. Uh-huh. You know. Mm-mm. Yeah. And they would know that you know people would like them because that's what they're good at. That's what they're known to be good at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how. That's how now we in one in one year we can have a group telling you to don't give up because you know you gotta you know eat your vitamin A B C and everything yeah and mm-hmm. then like two months later suddenly they're singing about Dragon Ball Z yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. and yeah. people are abs- like completely fine with it mm-hmm. and yeah. no one no one no one thinks there's anything wrong with it because True. you know they're seventeen we know they have substance exactly. and that's why we like them yeah. Which actually makes me wonder, like, of course, every, with every comeback, especially this year, they always hype it as there's a new side of us that you've never seen before that you yeah. will see for the first time. Like, what else can they show us with this October comeback? Do you have any expectations? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, honestly, when when Super came out, I was I was like watching the music video. I was like, how are they going to make this better for Same. you and award shows? Mm-hmm. This thoughts. is so good already. Exactly. Same yeah. thoughts. I feel like, like I feel like I'm more concerned about that than their October comeback. <laughs> 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 They're still stopping it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how are you gonna? Tweeted, yeah, you tweeted about that like. So someone said like um this uh, this in the comeback it's gonna be better than super and you were like floored like how can anything be more be- <laughs> how can like, how can you up super some more yeah. like come on like, you're gonna remix super how are you gonna remix <laughs> the song <laughs> true how I I don't get it <laughs> <laughs> I'm floored as well like I can't I can't can wait we- but I'm yeah. also afraid. <laughs> Exactly, we'll see. But because you mentioned Super and we're all huge fans of this song, can we talk about it quickly before we go mm. to our final question? Like, yes. what do you think about this song and what made it work so well for you? For me personally as a carrot? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I also made a thread about this, right? And I was basically talking about how I related to the lyrics and the choreography because I grew up with Journey to the West. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember during that time when it came out, everyone was saying, Oh my god, it's Dragon Ball, it's Dragon Ball. I was the only person who was like, Oh my god, it's Journey to the West. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what I felt and related to in the music video is not to say completely different from everyone else, but there were slight nuances that felt different. Okay. I don't know I don't I personally don't know what went on in Dragon Ball, but for me I could see an exact timeline in that story where mm. the song felt inspired from okay. and Mm-mm. and when I watched um, their videos talking about the songs I know that you know D8 cause you know Journey to the West is a Chinese novel mm-hmm. he yeah. the way he explained how he got how he um, choreographed his solo part mm-hmm. was the exact same part that I was thinking about Oh. And that made me really, really excited because I was like, "Yes, I feel connected." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah. you tell us about it? Because I personally don't know anything about Journey to the West. So, can uh, you tell us about that part so, of the song that you're talking about? Yeah. So the part that I'm talking about is the whole story about the Monkey King before he met he before he was like 
seal under the the mountain by Buddha. Mm. And the entire thing is about how he was a monkey that was born from a rock. Mm. Like the rock just exploded and then out came a monkey. Mm-mm. And he decided that because he's so special, he wanted to be the king of his own monkey nation. Mm-mm. And then he yeah. went to he went to like, you know, get a lot of like um training and this and that. He's very powerful now. Now he wants to challenge the heavens. And that entire process of him challenging the heavens, the heavens thinking like how the hell do we, you know, get rid of this monkey? Mm-hmm. That entire battle is what I felt from this music video cuz like if you look uh. at the choreography there's like monkeys jumping around in the mountains. Yeah, there's yeah. like you know, Koops was like sitting on, sitting on the clouds, and then yeah. like Joshua, he summoned the the pole, and I was like, oh my mm-hmm. god, this is my childhood. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> you know, I I almost cried actually watching it, because mm. I didn't, I I knew that this was a common fairy tale, not not fairy tale, but like it was a novel that's not even. Not just like shared between Chinese culture, but like mm. people from Korea read it as well. People from Japan yeah. read it as well. That's how we got Dragon Ball. But seeing them actually use this as a concept, really, you know, I felt it really like killing. Yeah, I felt so excited when when they really when they announced that the 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 title was Sono Gong. I was like, yeah, I was so chill. I was like, mm-hmm. no wonder they use clouds. But I was screaming on my bed. I was like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I love this song. I don't know how they're gonna. I don't know how they're gonna make it better. But it's already my. It's already the best in my opinion. Right. Can, Go ahead, Jesse. Can I ask, like, in terms of like how the song was made, like what which parts of it like really echoed? Um, journey to the West for you or that whole Monkey King journey like I'm, cause I'm sure like they use like a lot of like the samples samples or mm. like like you know so certain beats maybe that kind of echo that like I want to know what you think about that for me <sighs> hmm. actually when I first listened to the highlight melody I didn't like the song oh, really? oh really? yeah because uh, they showed the drop for the chorus and yeah. That I mean, my my whole my our studio agrees that that's like the weakest part of the song. Everything else is just great, oh, but then when the, the teaser chorus came is out, the weakest part of the song. Yeah, so like really? we say, okay. suddenly everything yeah. is so quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But everything mm-hmm. else is so powerful. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I when I first listened to the highlight melody, I wasn't really happy about it. But uh. the teaser came out. And then you know how like Uzi was sitting on the thing, like yeah. sitting yeah. on everyone. Yeah. And then they had like the choir. Yeah. Yes. That for me sealed the deal. Ah, I was yeah. like, I don't care what the chorus sounds like. This is gonna be my favorite title track already. I love <laughs> it. I, I can tell because mm-hmm. it felt, it really felt like we're singing about the Monkey King. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has mm-hmm. so many. Like, he has so many. What uh what we we say in Canada is how ji how xun. Mm-hmm. So like his all his his monkey sons, his grandsons, his peasants basically, they're mm-hmm. all. They, it feels like they're all worshiping him. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. And then he sings and he's like seventeen right here. I'm like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> right? <What the> heck? <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. 
Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I I I need I need to rewatch the teaser again later. I, <laughs> oh my god! And even if you were able to catch um the streaming of follows follow to Seoul, they op- were you able to watch it, Sol? I was not, unfortunately. Oh, okay, but yeah, of course they performed it, and I thought the performance was also fantastic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I want to watch the music video again. Oh, like yeah. already, I mean, the year hasn't ended yet. But if like, Help if them you stream. were asked me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you ask me, like, what's like the one moment that you want to repeat from twenty twenty three, it would be like probably be the first time I watched Super the yes. music video because yeah. it was just ah oh, like jaw dropping. Like I was on the floor. Such a great experience for everybody. Okay. Yeah. Now we're unfortunately down to our last question, but hopefully we'd still have more time to get Sol back. Let's see. Let's yes. see. Maybe when the October album comes out or something, if schedule permits. But anyway, so we talked about a lot of the songs, but maybe is there still something about, uh, is there still a song of Seventeen that surprised you when you were looking at like the breaking down the musicality behind it and things like that, that perhaps we haven't mentioned during this episode? So again, super was mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one thing that I really want to highlight was getting closer. Sumicha, oh. Oh. with I the think... hard fan chant, <laughs> not the hard <laughs> fan chant actually. <laughs> but uh, I think I've actually posted about it before. But I was basically saying like this entire song, there was not a lot of bass in it. But oh. when I say like bass, I mean like. The bass note, not the frequency. Mm. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense. Okay. And basically, the entire song felt like it was being revolving around one tonal center. So when I say that, it means like there is this one particular note that the melody rev- like is kind of like centered around. It focuses okay. around that thing. So mm. if you listen to the whole, um, the pre-chorus. It's always one note. Uh. Mm-hmm. And then even in a chorus, it's always mm-hmm. revolving it around back. this one note. Yeah. yeah, even the samples are doing that. Mm-hmm. But that's only one note. So how do they make it uh, more varied? They use harmonies. Mm. And the heart and the harmonies were actually like one of the most important elements in the song. Because if you take that out, you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah. for me at least, I feel like I I don't I wouldn't know what's going on. Yeah, and that's really interesting because usually I feel naturally when you want to establish a harmony like a harmonic progression or a chord progression, the bass is very important because it's the foundation of the whole song. Yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the chord progression is the foundation, but Mm-mm. the foundation of a chord progression is the bass. Mm-mm. Right, Mm-mm. but they took it off, mm. and they kept everything in the middle, mm-hmm. and it, it just goes like up and down, up and down. But it's always in the same center. Interesting, and it's just really interesting because yeah. I've actually like pointed this out to my friends before I created this account, and they said they said something like, "No wonder it sounds so hollow," which I don't know if you guys hollow, feel. Oh. yeah, because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no there's no base to ground you. Okay. Yeah. You're always, yeah. It feels a bit suffocating. Like the song, Mm-mm. it's called Sumicha. You know, it, it's yeah. suffocating. Gosh, and it, and that's so amazing! Jesus Christ, I love it. that's so fantastic! <laughs> I need to listen to this song again. I know. Yeah. 
Okay. So oh, can we just contact you randomly That's when we so have brilliant. like... brilliant. Oh my god. <laughs> sure. E- even like this past few days, I was just listening to Sumicha over and over again. I'm just trying mm-hmm. to like, understand like, what exactly is going on? Because I've mentioned it before, but I haven't really like, you know, focused on what's going on outside of the harmonies. Mm. Which wasn't a lot, actually. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Gosh, wow. oh, it's so, so much for us amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing Welcome. all of this with all of this with us. Like I swear, my my brain right now is kind of exploding. Like, yeah. Wow. So expect a lot of DMs from us. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> what do you think about this song? Why is it making me feel so? I don't know. <laughs> I'm. I actually already want to ask her. Like, which songs? Which seventeen songs would you tell us to listen to again? Because you feel like there's so much needed. So much more to unpack mm. from it. Yeah. We can end with that. So, yeah. So, super getting closer fear. Mm, I would say adore you. Ooh. Oh my gosh, really? Ooh. Yeah. It, because, actually, I don't know. I, I, w- I would say adore you because I was think- I'm thinking about that one particular part in the second verse mm-hmm. where there's suddenly there's like an accordion sample. Mm-hmm. There's really? an accordion sample there. Yeah, it it just it just came out of nowhere. I remember it was so okay. confusing. Yeah, and then I was trying to figure out what's going on. Then I heard, uh, you know, the part where some S Coops goes Yeah, if you listen to it very closely, his harmonies are descending. Oh, and I remember I was trying to like transcribe this just for my my own reference. Mm-mm. It took me so long to to figure out what the actual line is. Uh-huh. It was just really cool. Mm. It, yeah, it just it just sounds really cool. And then Spider. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Spider. <laughs> there's a bit of... Uh, I think I also mentioned this in a post before, but the chord progression kind of like has this open and closing kind of mm. feeling, which I think also... Mm. It feels like he's teasing. You know? Ah! Yeah. That yeah. flirt. Just, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> there's like an open... Open closing kind of thing, and mm-hmm. then um, I would go back to Eno in general because mm-hmm. I also realized that Eno, like the like the name ah, of the song, yeah, it's it's referencing a lot of their old songs. Okay, mm. so uh, you hear it in uh, "Lie Again." They reference DWC. I love mm. it. Mm. I love and it that then, you hear all this. Ah. And then in Lucky, the bass line is also the same as... What's that song called again? Thinking About You? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then I, I remember that, there's yeah. one more song. I cannot remember what it was. And then Fear was being referenced in Fearless, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So mm-hmm. I, like the whole, I like the whole concept of an ode. It's like, yeah, I'm, having, I'm performing an ode of mm. my old to song. To their own... Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And it's so surprising that even with Adore You, you were able to catch all of those things because that's their debut song. How old yeah. were they? How old was Woozy when he did that? And he already had, I mean, obviously, he's a genius, so. With the Adore You bit, I mean, it was like a simple little thing, little gift, mm-hmm. what do you call that, that that we, that Sol was able to, like, find. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, again, talking about the progression of how he is as, like, a, a producer now, a composer now like the techniques the skills it's like so much better i don't know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like so i love that there's progress 
True. Now it's time for actually one of the things that I'm very excited for for this episode <laughs> because I actually asked for the top 10 favorite songs of everybody here in this podcast and it's time for us to actually play 17 song world cup okay what? so what's oh. gonna happen what is this? Oh I got goodness. all your songs and then we will be pitting it against each other you have to choose which song you prefer out of these and then we, out of all of the songs that we choose there will be a winner at the end we will be choosing the best 17 song according to the four of us and since there are four Aww. of us there might be times where there will be a tie but of course um, whenever Sol votes for something she's gonna be the tiebreaker so uh, hers would be equivalent to two points if, because there are four of because us there's no other way yeah. to do it right okay so let's get started thank you for sending your top 10 songs let's go to the first round just let me know which one you choose okay there's a Individually, lot so we have yeah. to do it not as a collective whole so exciting just say it Parang, okay. I'll just mention like the song and then you tell me which one you choose between the two okay okay mm. game okay so choose between hold on hey buddy and darling Darling. <laughs> Darling. Hey, buddy. <laughs> That's yours, no? <laughs> so, there, so our winner for this round is Darling. Okay, let's go to the next one. Next, choose between If I and Adore You. Adore You. <gasps> I adore adore you. you. It's a tie for me. Hold on. Let me think about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think for the greater good, I would choose Adore You. I love it. Greater <laughs> good. <laughs> I like if I not because of like the musicality of the song. It's more of like a personal reason that I like it. Ah, oh, but I in terms of like musicality, definitely I would choose it or you. Okay. Let's talk about that later. Wow. Well, okay. <laughs> so now choose between the two songs. Anyone or Kidult? <gasps> Kidult. Hard. Kidult. That's hard. Oh. oh my god, what's my vibe for today? Anyone. I think Kidult for me. Okay, so Kidult wins. Mm -mm. Okay, oh my gosh, this is hard for me, but I know I'm gonna lose. All right, choose between home run and super. Oh, super. Ah, I don't super. know. I think super. home run. Because Actually, theater, for theater vibes. Yeah, mm. but super wins. Okay, yeah. mm -mm. next, choose. Oh my god, this is hard. <sighs> okay, choose between All My Love and Heaven's Cloud. <gasps> Heaven's Cloud. All my love. All my love. Oh, I choose Heaven's Cloud, but all my all my love wins. Next, choose between Pinwheel and Sarah Sarah. Pinwheel. Sarah Sarah. Pinwheel. I would choose Sarah Sarah. Okay, Sarah oh. Sarah wins. Choose between. Oh gosh, this is hard as well. Left and right or run to you. <gasps> Ooh. Oh no. Left and right is one of my top three, so I would go left and right. Yeah. Okay. Probably left, left and right. right. Yeah, yeah, looks like left and right wins. Okay, yeah. left and right. Wait, what's the purpose of the World Cup? Is this for World Peace? Because if it's for World Peace, <laughs> then my answers will change. <laughs> <laughs> it's for one to Sarang peace. Peace, okay. <laughs> okay, two different vibes, but I'm sure this is going to be hard again. Don't want to cry and ready to love. <gasps> oh, don't want to cry. Don't want to cry. I'm ready to love. Why, why, why do you guys choose don't want to cry? Because just at the, the first part, the moment I hear it, it's just a different feeling altogether. Like just even that like first few bars. I'm like, 
there's this cry. There's something about their voices that really cry. So I also cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm team ready to love. It's a different vibe for me as well because I'm team killing. <laughs> I would go for the water cry. Don't want to cry as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know the bridge. You know what it was. Fine. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. gonna say yeah. because you're one who biased. This is unfair. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next choose between beautiful and come to me. Ooh, come beautiful. to me, beautiful. Hold on, beautiful. Yeah, I would go beautiful. Beautiful wins. Okay, next. I think I don't know the answer for this one for everybody. Choose mm. between fear and if you leave me. Fear. Because Saul is here. Fear. I know. I know. <laughs> you explain so much. Yeah, we got all converted. Imagine and... if I choose if you leave. <laughs> no, just kidding. I, I, I'll choose fear. I'll choose fear. <laughs> we would feel so betrayed. No, 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 no. But if you choose if you leave me, then I will listen to if you leave me again and try to figure out why you chose it. Why did you choose it? They're both breakup songs. Actually, no. If Ooh. you leave me isn't a breakup song. But mm. it is... A hypothetical breakup. Song. A hypothetical yeah. breakup song. Yeah. It's like what's yeah. gonna happen if like fear actually happens after mm. this? Yeah. Like... Correct. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we Correct. were able to connect the two. Okay, this one is personally tough for me, but mm-hmm. the choices are circles and domino. Ah, Ooh, circles. Circles. Wait, domino. I didn't put circles in my list. No, but um, this is from everybody. Like everybody ah. gave their top tons. Yeah. Yeah, cause I actually want to choose circles. <laughs> but it's not in your top was, 10 now yeah, it wasn't in my top 10 <laughs> circles wins next we choose between shadow and hitori janai oh <gasps> hard oh hitori janai i would say hitori janai as well oh i'm, feel, I'm feeling more hitori janai recently even though it's also not on my list oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're nearing the quarterfinals. Don't worry. Just oh a gosh. few more. Okay. Choose Ooh. between I don't understand but I love you and cheers. Oh, I do believe. Cheers. That's hard. I'm all for, I'm all for the giggling. as well. I think oh. I'm cheers as well. No, one's li- no one likes the 90s giggling. 90s. Um, <laughs> there's, something, there's something about body cheers waves. that's just body so waves. fantastic. Right? Like, I love it. I love it so much. Okay, this is another hard one for me. Home or April shower? <sighs> April shower. Oh, confusing. Home for me. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards home right now. Yeah, same, same. Parang my, oh. my feelings are towards there. I love you, April shower, but home wins. Okay, okay. Getting closer or pang? Pang! Getting closer. I know, I'm, I'm gonna vote for getting closer as well because of Sol, but initially it's gonna be Pang, but like, oh, I wanna read this. <laughs> I think maybe, maybe Pang for me. Pang. Mm-hmm. Okay, but getting closer wins. So obvious round. that I voted for Pang, right? In my top 10. <laughs> Next is Holiday or, or Dawn is Hotter Than the Day. <gasps> dawn is holiday. Hotter Than the Day. Holiday. Oh, Dawn is Hotter Than the Day. Oh, our Dawn is hotter than the day wins. Okay, now we're in finally in our quarterfinals. So choose between. Oh, this is getting tougher. Darling or adore you? (gasps) (gasps) Darling. Darling. Oh, it's so hard. Wait. I guess darling. I think I'll go for darling as well. Okay. Okay. Landslide darling wins. And for the next one, choose between. Oh. 
Ah, okay. I feel like. Kedot or super? Kedot. Super. Super. <laughs> Super. Especially, Especially number one no, song. Wait. Wait. I cried. I cried while listening to that in my car. Like, was I was a car listening to Super, so Super. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a strong point. Yeah. <laughs> okay, choose between All My Love or Sara Sara. All My Love. Ooh, All My Love. All my love. The Killing. The Killing. Yeah. 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 Probably All My Love. Okay. Here, left and right, or don't wanna cry. <gasps> Team left don't wanna and right. cry. Don't wanna cry. Left and right. Ah. Okay. Left and right wins. Yeah, go I, ahead. Because I, ha- I have a story about left and right. My, oh, yes. why? We have a lecturer, a part-time lecturer. Uh, actually, they're a couple, but one of the, the husband of the couple says he likes left and right. Oh. And I was really proud, because the day before, the wife of the couple... Actually, I, I was in one of the, I was in both their classes. So the wife teaches industry, and she out of nowhere just like asked us during break time. She was like, "Do you guys know a guy called Uzi?" Oh wow! And I was like, so random. And I was like, "Wait a minute! I know a guy named Uzi. Are we talking about the same Uzi? It was the same Uzi. Oh, yeah, because her their kids listen to K-pop as well. So oh. they kind of like follow up on like you know the the more technical side of stuff. Uh-huh. And she basically just played the video of Uzi producing their vocals in the studio. And she oh. was just saying like, you know, this is, you know, this guy is so young, but he's so good at mm. communicating with his members what he likes and what he doesn't like. Yeah. And she's like saying like, you should, he's a good example. I was like, oh, I just feel proud. Yeah. I was so, I was screaming. It was a, it, it was like during during lockdown, so yeah. uh-huh. I couldn't. I was so glad it was during lockdown because I was actually screaming in my room. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. I wasn't expecting her to actually pull up a seventeen video. I yeah. love it. That's so cool. Yeah. Acknowledged in the academe. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's great. I love it so much. Okay, now for the next one, choose between beautiful or fear. <gasps> Team oh, fear. fear, fear, Because <laughs> Saul converted so much of me. I know. Today, I kind of want to go beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Oh my god! Come with me. Wait. Come with me. <laughs> Actually, maybe fear. Ah, fear yes. for now. Yeah. For now. Yeah. For now. <laughs> it might change like an hour later. <laughs> for, for the purpose of this podcast, fear. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is gonna be tough again. Circles or hitori janai? <gasps> oh, hitori janai. Hitori janai. Circles. Circles wins. Okay. Oh my god. Did the kid all win just now? Um, no, super. No. Super one. Super one. Super Thank one. god. <laughs> <laughs> no, cause, cause I was like scared that circles would be pit against kid out. Uh, <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, yeah thank too, god. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. <laughs> gonna be... Cheers. Or home. Oh God! This <gasps> home. home. Cheers. Hmm. Cheers. Home. But Saul chose home. Next, final one for this round. Getting closer or or dawn is hotter than the day. <sighs> getting closer. Getting closer. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going for getting closer as well. Yeah, same thing. All right, we are nearing the end. Next, choose between darling. Or super? Oh, I give up. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I know. It's hard. Do I have 
sorry. Super. super. So hard. Super. I guess super. super. Okay. For now. Oh, for now. <laughs> exactly. For now. Check again tomorrow. Let's see. <laughs> okay. All my love or left and right? All left my love. Right. Oh my All god. My left and right. <laughs> left and right. This is too personal for Sol. She couldn't yeah. choose. <laughs> <laughs> They're both my favorite songs. Uh, left and right, I guess. Okay. Left and right wins. Oh gosh. Fear or circles? Circles. Oh, circles. circles. I would go circles as well. Okay. Aww. Circles wins this round. Sorry, fear. Sorry, fear. <laughs> Next, home or getting closer? Oh, home. Oh my god. Two neighboring home. songs. Getting closer. I would say getting closer as well. Getting closer oh. wins. Semi, oh. semi, semi, semi finals. Okay, choose between super or left and right. <gasps> super. super. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you okay? Talk Having to, a breakdown? my top two title tracks. <laughs> of the year and award shows. Wow. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Love this reason. If they do come here for the AAAs, come here, Sol. We'll take care of you. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I can leave. <laughs> they'll they'll let you. <laughs> we'll talk to them. <laughs> <Just> kidding. <laughs> Circles or getting closer? Circles. 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 My circles. gosh. Like, I know the, the ending of go, this. Goes like this and it's getting closer. So can it be two? <laughs> in our hearts in our hearts okay so this is the final final oh one God. what we're gonna choose for today for our SVT World Cup choose between super mm-hmm. or circles Circle. super oh, super oh they're so different wait what's your final answer Mon? super you, super super I don't know what to vote for okay I, I think I'm going for super for. Uh, Come on, Sol. Are you still alive? Come I don't on. know. <laughs> are you crying? Harder uh, than taking a final exam. <laughs> I would go for Super. Again, super. for the year and award show. <laughs> for the year and award show. Come on, AAA. Let's go, 17. Come here. So, yes. for the winner for our SVT World Cup, where we got all the top 10 songs of everybody here. Finally, we all chose that the winner, that Reign Supreme, is Super. Yay! To Super Supremacy. And thank you so much, Saul, for joining us for this episode. We are so grateful. It, do you want to let everybody know again how to follow you on Twitter? Uh, just type SVT Music Notes and you'll find me. It's there the, you go. It's Boozy in a Helmet. You won't miss it. <laughs> not her bias. <laughs> yes, not my bias. Close enough. Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> thank you for spending time with us. We really appreciate it. And thank you of course, so much for inviting me. We hope that we can invite you again. We can talk more about other other songs and maybe other K-pop bands as well. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exciting. And to everybody listening, please follow us on all our social media pages and on YouTube and Spotify and Apple Music as well. What do you guys think? How can they? Is it possible for them to top super? They've already shown us their abs. They've well. already shown <laughs> us flying acts, acrobatics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
what else? What else can they do to top it? Any suggestions? Me, I I have a suggestion. Song Kwan's abs. Ooh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this one is not exactly something new that they can show, but I kind of want to see them bring back stage props. Yes, oh, I yes. completely this agree. time. Because yes. last time they used it for Pretty You, which is like mm-hmm. a bright, a bright song. Yeah. Maybe yeah. this one they can do it for like a darker, darker theme. Oh, that would be interesting. Maybe something yeah. more energetic. I'd love that. That would be yeah. so cool. Maybe like if they do something like left and right, like within the music video where they have a car falling from the sky. Mm-hmm. Maybe and do that in a concert, yeah. like a bus, because like a car can't fit thirteen men. Right. It has to be a bus. Or maybe for theatricality, throwback to Miss Saigon helicopter. Why not? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> and, World tour. And for more, since we're already talking about super, you know, in, in the sky, there's the super strata, right? What's beyond that? Oh what? Outer space. So maybe the next song should be space. Yeah, Rocket? which is why Woozy is in his space. It's in his helmet. helmet. Perfect. <laughs> oh my god, he's been giving us hints. Yes, oh, that's our contribution. Hi, Pledis. Hello. <laughs> Listen to us. 